Hey guys, welcome to your new week. Embrace it. The lovely parts, the tragedies, everything in between. It's all you got, so might as well accept it. My name is Robin O'Neill. You're listening to me reading stuff on iTunes and Podomatic. I'm coming at you today from Wichita, Kansas. I will be here for two weeks doing a residency at a place called Harvester Arts. I'm going to link to them in the description of the podcast so you can see what that's all about. And I got to tell you, I already love this place and these people here so much. Uh, They even showed up at the airport with... Get ready for it. Apples, bananas, grape nuts, for God's sake. Coffee... What else? Um, All my favorite shit. What is it? Oh, of course. Several types of Kleenex products. (laughs) Cold touch. Cool touch. uh, Lotion. And quality toilet paper. I would just like to remind everyone that you do need to buy quality toilet paper for yourself. No matter what. It's not that much more money. Life is too short to put sandpaper on all of those delicate parts of your body. If I could, I would buy the entire world soft, thick toilet paper. That would be my ideal contribution to this world and this life. It's going to be three-ply, three-ply toilet paper. Okay, guys, today we're going to read a poem my friend Matthew Sontheimer sent me the other week. He kept thinking I didn't like it. I think he mentioned that to me a couple of times. Like, I can tell you just didn't like that poem. Um, but that wasn't true. I just hadn't read it yet. Cause as I discuss, I have email troubles, but I was, and I was also purposely saving it for when I had time to really focus on it. And my airplane journey towards the center of the country provided that to me. So thank you to my friend, Matthew Sonheimer. If you don't already know his work, I'll put a link, uh, to his work as well. Uh, this poem today is by Mark Halliday. American poet, born in Michigan in 1949, still going strong. I think he lives in Ohio, uh, winning tons of awards constantly. He's a, he's a total badass. So, But this poem I really was taken with. It is called Self-Importance. It's from his book, Sea Wolf. Sorry, Self-Wolf. <laughs> I'm turning it into some um, bizarre fantasy story. It's called Self-Wolf by Mark Halliday, University of Chicago Press. Without further ado, let's do this. This is called Self-Importance. Last night when I washed the dishes, every move I made had a heroic kind of distinction. Do these two forks at once, rinse them swiftly, drop them in the drainer deftly, producing that satisfactory clatter. Now do the plates, washing the bottoms as well as the tops, my left hand so acrobatic in its connubial cooperation with my right. Where is Martin Scorsese? Doesn't he want to get this on film? Me, washing those dishes last night and today on this airplane. I am the great adventure. The flight attendant's voice explains that in the unlikely event of a water landing, my seat cushion can be used as a flotation device. Water landing is a funny euphemism, but I don't feel sarcastic. I feel respectful of the entire flight crew because they have roles to play in extending the adventure of me. A number of the other passengers look like people who should not die prematurely. They look important to someone in some sphere of activity. That's nice, but it is small potatoes. 
whereas I am in this largeness located right here above my neck. There are 10 or even 20 people who would care a lot if I crashed to the bottom of the sea. But besides that, there is this more palpable kind of importance. It bubbles in me. It's not about being perfect. Admittedly, I say stupid, vague things many times per day. I can just barely do the simplest task with a screwdriver. Admittedly, there is a relation between my sense of ambiguity everywhere and the possibility of moral cowardice concealed in my soul. Admittedly, I made my ex-wife sad so that I could be more happy. So I'm not the greatest guy. That's not the point. Somebody out there could call me average and articulate a perspective from which what happens to me is small potatoes. That's pretty funny because in the basic sense, what happens to me is the great potato at the center of the universe. I don't know why I'm such big news. It gets scary not knowing why. I wish the world would tell me why. Not telling me is damned ungracious of the world when it is so obviously counting on me to make it matter. Being me involves presidential levels of stress. If someone embarrasses me by showing in conversation that I have faked some knowledge of 19th century British history, this turns out to be a calamity requiring hours of brooding. As I get dressed the next morning, I pause between buttons and between shoes to relive the embarrassment, each second of it on video replay, like a dropped pass in the fourth quarter at the Rose Bowl. How did the ambush develop? How to protect the presidential self from bitter excursions of the truth of others? Because the profound animal that looks out from my eyes has this adventure to enact, which is me. If I don't do it, there will be this empty hole, this gaping huge hole at the middle of the world, canyon of air, vacancy at the White House, sheer pit of space. If I were not zealous in sustaining and extending the big news of every little thing that happens to me, not to mention big things that should happen to me, me get great job, me get manifested admiration of intense, vigorous women, me march onward towards such victories, inch closer, foot closer, great leap closer, the adventure goes on all day, every day. Amazing that I don't collapse. Awesomely heroic that I ride and ride via varied modes of transportation. Accepting this biz, buzz, biz, buzz in my head always for the sake of the world's heart-pulsing core adventure to which everything pertains. Every story that has a hero, of course, and the safe landing of certain significant planes. I felt good reading that. I have to be honest with you guys. Something about it kind of, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It was a bizarre reading experience for me. Very different. There was, um, at the same time, I know I'm kind of messed up a few times, but that's because there's this guy outside my window who keeps yelling up at his wife, don't forget the foreman grill. Get that foreman grill. Honey, the foreman grill, he just kept saying it like about nine times as I tried to read you this poem. Hopefully you can hear a ghostly version of it in the background or something. Um, but, you know, we all have our needs 
Some of us just know how to shout them loudly. Okay, guys, I got a lot of shit to do. So do you. Be good. Be strong. Check out What's Up With Me, always and forever on Instagram and Twitter. My handle, R-O-B-Y-N underscore O-N-E-I-L. I love you guys. I so appreciate your listening and um, your reviews and your subscriptions. And I really appreciate more than anything you telling me what you think and how you're doing. I'll see you on Thursday. Bye for now, you guys. <laughs>